It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live, and I've got your four Penn State talking points to kick off Tuesday, April 26th. First and foremost, Penn State added their 11th commit in the 2023 recruiting class on Monday. That class now ranks number four in the country in the 24-7 sports composite rankings. The 11th commit is Conrad Hussey. He's a the third defensive commit of the group. Second in a row if you count Jimmy Lyons from a couple weeks ago. He's a three-star consensus. He's the number 43 safety, number 486 player overall in the 24-7 sports composite. He's listed at six feet and 190 pounds. His offer sheet pretty strong playing for St. Thomas Aquinas in Florida, one of the strongest programs in that state. He's got offers from Florida, Florida State, Old Miss, and South Carolina, among others. He's a quick player with that, with that lanky frame of his. He always seems to find his way around the ball. Four interceptions last year played a key role in a team that won a state championship. Could be a similar situation now as he goes into his senior season. Nice tools, not a highly recognized player just yet, but a nice player for a really strong program. And Penn State has had some good history looking at Kobe King and Kalen King, guys who come from strong programs, who are advanced when it comes to their IQ, their instincts for the game. Seems like Conrad Hussey could be that type of guy. And anytime you arrive at the next level with an advanced sense of how to play football, it bodes well for your ability to develop down the road. I do like his physical tools as well. Looking at his game, uh, he is going to need to get bigger and stronger. That's probably true of most high school juniors this time of year. You would likely see him more in the 205-pound range. Um, I think he can get uh, a little bit more physical in the way he plays the game. I'm not calling him a finesse player by any means, but uh, he is going to have to get down in the box. He's going to have to support against the run. He's going to have to take on blockers. That's just not something that's on his game film yet. You could see some more advancements in that department as he uh, approaches his senior season. I do think, especially with the Penn State commitment now on board, with the offer sheet that he has, as we get through the spring and summer, the camp season, and then his senior season as well, I like his chances to, to get a little bit more recognition on a national scale. Uh, looking at his film and looking at where he plays and the position he plays for the program and, and the state he plays, uh, the, the rankings for him seem a little modest. He seems a little bit better than a top 50 guy at safety, a top 500 guy overall. I think you'll see that uh, ha- has a chance to improve, especially if he plays an expanded role this season and plays a starring role for a team that's back in that state championship game. So 11 commits now in the 23 class, three of them now on defense. Before Jameel Lyons and before Conrad Hussey, you had nine commits in all, eight of which were on offense. So you're getting a little bit more balance as we go here. Certainly not the end of, of uh, a hot recruiting stretch for Penn State. 
You'll see some more visits on the way, and you'll see probably some more commits as we get into the summer months, before we get into the summer months, now standing at 11 with the addition of Conrad Hussey. Uh, another little development here, not a major piece of news, but Anthony Wigan, the former Penn State offensive lineman, announced on Monday that he is moving on to Akron uh, to continue his college career. He entered the NCAA transfer portal after the 2021 season, spent three seasons at Penn State, and now he moves on, still stays at the FBS level, but probably finds a little bit more appropriate fit for him at the group of five uh, format. And he joins another Penn State connection there, Joe Moorhead, taking over the job at Akron. A little bit of a surprise for him, but more on him in a second. Uh, Anthony Wigan didn't play a ton at Penn State as we, you know, this time last year and going into summer training camp, there was talk that he could be at least sharing the starting job at left guard. And you saw that arrangement take shape early, but Eric Wilson, once he arrived from Harvard, eventually grabbed onto that starting job. We didn't see a whole lot of Anthony Wigan, saw him in his Penn State career mostly on special teams. He ended up registering 18 career games over those three seasons. Didn't look like that was going to change a whole lot going into 2022. So he finds a fresh start at a place where he can definitely compete for a starting job. Akron was kind of down on its luck uh, before Joe Moorhead came along. You know, he spent two seasons at Oregon as offensive coordinator. He was also the head coach at Mississippi State previously. Uh, he was at Penn State for 2016 and 2017, two of the biggest years in recent program history. So he seemed to have a little bit more momentum on his side to take over a losing program at the MAC level, but the reports suggest that Joe Moorhead wanted to be a little bit closer to home, wanted to make a move that was more family-centric. Akron was that move. I wouldn't be surprised to see him continue poaching talent, just like Anthony Wigan, guys who have maybe fallen out of favor at the Power 5 level, but can still very much play the game and boost Akron's roster pretty quickly. Um, so pay, pay attention as we get out of spring and guys do decide to move on, that uh, maybe Joe Moorhead can keep adding some talent to his program there and make a quick turnaround at Akron. We know he can coach offense. It seems like that's an appeal for a lot of talented guys who are looking to move on from their Power 5 programs. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our locations, including our new state college dispensary located at 1248 South Atherton Street. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Moving back to the recruiting front, Penn State uh, was a finalist for another safety after adding Conrad Hussey. They land in the top six for Dakari Nelson. He's a four-star from Selma High School in Alabama. Penn State joins Auburn, Clemson, Kentucky, Oregon, and Tennessee in his list of finalists. He's the number 18 safety in the country, number 200 player overall in the 24-7 sports composite. He's currently scheduled to take an official visit the weekend of June 10th, according to 24-7 Sports. So you look at this situation, anytime you're, you're trying to pull a talented player from the South, it's a challenge to try to get the Kari Nelson up to the Northern States, to up to Penn State in a rural type uh, setting. 
Um, Penn State's going to have its work cut out for it, but it is a really good development number that number one, the Lions are in his top six schools. There's got to be a good reason for that. And number two, they're getting one of his five official visits uh, in, in mid-June. So he'll be able to come to campus, presumably with another solid group of uh, targets and maybe commits, and get to experience what Penn State is like. Penn State coaches will have the ability to put that visit on their dime and make it as good as possible, roll out the red carpet for, for him. That official visit and the, the spot in Dakari Nelson's finalist is at least a start here. But you look at this situation, Auburn, Clemson, Kentucky, Oregon, Tennessee, four of those five other programs all reside in the South. Clemson, I know, um, has a little bit of traction, it would appear, in his recruitment. But anytime Penn State can get a kid on campus for an official visit, James Franklin has proven that he can close out from time to time. So I would expect a really positive impression by Penn State. But I wouldn't go as far as predicting much of anything. Uh, Penn State would be called an underdog in that recruitment, but in his top six anyway. Last but not least, Penn State announced touchdown and takeaway leaders from the spring practice season. These were cumulative numbers from the 15 practices, including the blue-white game on Saturday. Two players that, that led in those categories. Penn State did not list how many of each they had, but on the touchdown side, it was freshman wide receiver Amari Evans. He arrived in January as a three-star from Texas. You knew he had some talent. He specialized, it seemed, in straight line speed. Could be one of those guys who can take lid, the lid off opposing defenses. Uh, and if the touchdown leader position shows anything, it's that maybe he can be that guy a little sooner than later. He was close to making a few plays at the blue-white game on Saturday. Didn't quite haul those in, but you could see the early makings there uh, of a player who could maybe play a role for Penn State early in his career, maybe even in year one. He arrives with Caden Saunders, who is a similar build, similar skill set. I think Caden Saunders is a little bit more equipped to play the slot position, a little bit quicker with his footwork and things like that. But uh, Omari Evans certainly held his own, led the team in touchdowns uh, in, in the spring. Pretty impressive feat all things considered. Intriguing talent from Texas. He was also an A student, according to James Franklin, so he's got a lot of different things going for him. This kind of suggests that uh, maybe he was a little bit underrated as a recruit. We'll see what happens. On the takeaway side, the leader there was Zaki Wheatley, who made that move from cornerback to safety and uh, has shown, you know, again and again, ball skills. That was kind of his specialty coming out of high school, uh, he, he showed it. He almost made a case last season to burn his red shirt and play beyond the four games. Penn State was able to preserve that. So he does go into 2022 as a red shirt freshman. But in his first spring as a safety, he led the team in takeaways. Made his presence felt at the blue-white game too. And he, he looked physical. He always kind of found a way to be around the ball, which supports the fact that he was able to lead the team in takeaways this spring. And according to James Franklin, the ball just seems to find him. So we'll see what happens. Just like Amari Evans, he will be competing um, for a, a key spot on the depth chart at safety, which is in an interesting position here. Jair Brown back, presumably to play a starring role this season. He entertained the NFL briefly. He came back. He should be a leader and a big-time playmaker on the back end. But Penn State has to find a replacement for Jaquan Brisker. They've got some options there. Keaton Ellis is the most football-experienced player of the group. 
Saki Wheatley certainly is starting to make his claim by making plays on a consistent basis. Um, it, it, to see him opposite Jair Brown will give the, the Lions two roving, roaming safeties who are a real threat to take the ball away, which I think anybody would say that Penn State would like to see more of that in 2022. Uh, Jaden Reed is another one there. You've got Tyrese Mills coming in from Lackawanna College. Good depth. At both of these positions, preaching the t- takeaway and touchdown leader, that wide receiver and safety, Zaki Wheatley. As of right now, you have to give him a really good mathematical shot to maybe make a run at that second starting job. Thanks for tuning into this edition of the Blue White Breakdown. As always, be sure to follow along daily Penn State podcasts from Penn Live. Those can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Everything else we do is available at PennLive.com/slash Penn State Football, and we'll see you next time on the Blue White Breakdown. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location.